Bachelor Nation, welcome to season two of It's All in the Roses, a podcast where two astrology enthusiasts break down all the loving, fighting, and rose giving of the franchise. This week, we're breaking down episode one of Peter's Bachelor season. I'm Susie. And I'm Kristen, and it's time to look toward the stars. everyone we are back with season two of it's all in the roses yes this season we're taking on uh pilot pete's bachelor season (laughs) and we're here for the flight reasons we're i love that (laughs) didn't she go home she did all the flight attendants went home oh that's so unfortunate which was quite a statement from people I love flight reasons. It's Hashtag catchy. here for the flight reasons. Um, <laughs> okay, before we get started um, breaking down this week's episode, we're just going to do our quick social media check-ins. You can follow us on Twitter at It's All Roses, on Instagram at It's All in the Roses. Um, we'll definitely be updating our pages after this episode is uh, comes out and then you can email us on it's all in the roses at gmail.com if you loved our last season season one where we talked about this past season of bachelor in paradise and you're liking what you hear this season about pilot pete be sure to leave us a review on apple Podcasts because we want everyone to listen and think about astrology whilst watching the bachelor yes um, before we continue, just our quick disclaimer, Kristen and I are not experts on astrology. We're just mere enthusiasts. We learn something new each and every day, especially when we're prepping for these episodes. And the astrology book we often reference is called The Only Astrology Book You'll Ever Need by Joanna Martine Woolfolk. Any readings we do on contestants are based on their sun signs only, unless otherwise stated. Now, because it's January, it's the beginning of the new year, it's a new season, we're still going to do our Virgo Gemini moves, but we're going to do our Virgo Gemini move of the year. So what will be our big move for 2020? Kristen's going to start. Yes. So as a Virgo, I've always valued the Virgo's love of loyalty But lately, in the last few months of 2019, i kind of been seeing it as a fault in that I can be so dedicated to people and they sometimes don't reciprocate, which, you know, is understandable in some cases. Everyone has busy lives and some seasons of life aren't for being close with friends, if that makes sense. You know, some seasons are meant to have focus on other areas. But in the last week of 2019, I just had this inspiration to text a bunch of friends individually and make one-on-one plans just to kind of keep those relationships up to date and just go with the flow of them. So that's gone really well. I've seen a lot of friends since then, and it feels like I'm putting more effort into those long-time friendships by planning individual time rather than big group things. It's so interesting um, how easily people come together once there's that one person that's like initiating oh i'm totally the initiator like all the time yeah because i think i am too but recently i've just become so exhausted of like being the initiator that i just haven't Mm. but yeah that's kind of me i admire you kp it's awesome and i'm happy like the meetups have been going really well yeah it like reminds you? you It reminds you of why you're initiating, you know? Oh, Uh, that's true. We love friends. Friends. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Um, My, similarly, well, I I know you mentioned looking at loyalty kind of like as a fault a little, and I'm taking a trait for Gemini's that's often looked at as a fault, and I want to spin it in 2020. So that would be impulsiveness. And with gems, impulsiveness is often tied to our tendency, our tendency to be super indecisive and leading to very superficial decisions being made. And it like hinders all these goals we may have or like the passions we're pursuing, blah, 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 etc. I feel like lately, I don't know what this is attributed to, but 
I think I've just been really in my head about everything. Um, and I have been like very much so second guessing like things in my personal life and my professional life. And I think a shift towards impulsiveness could kind of break me out of that habit because I don't think I've always been that way. So I don't know why. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I've been having these self doubts and I, I feel like it genuinely has ruined some opportunities for me this past year that would have worked out if I had initially followed my gut instinct. Mm-hmm. So I have one really only like one new year's resolution I'm not the biggest fan of New Year's resolutions. I think you can set like goals and things for yourself at any time and you should be able to stick to them. I agree. But I was like, let me just set this one because it's something I've been thinking about for a while. Um, And that is to be more proactive when it comes to my love life. Um, Because right now it is non-existent. (laughs) It's just like (laughs) me fangirling over Timothy Chalamet and Harry Styles (laughs) as always. Um, But I really think like impulsiveness is uh, something I could bring into this aspect of my life, especially when it comes to like making initial contact with people. And like, if I think someone's cute, I I shouldn't like freak out about it. Just be like, I think you're cute. Let me go talk to you kind of thing. Um, Yeah. Tomorrow I'm seeing my crush. Probably won't talk to him. But (laughs) no, but we should try, right? I have yes. to be proactive. Okay. No, that's a good plan. It's a good mindset to get into. Because if you try to practice it in that one area, it'll come through in every other area of your life. So that's just a Aww. good mentality to practice. Thanks. We'll update you all. Yes. <laughs> As the year goes on, I suppose. <laughs> now, moving on to the man of the hour. Pilot Pete, Peter Weber. Our bachelor. Yes. We've we've grown on him, haven't we? I think so, honestly. Yeah. 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 So going into this premiere episode, we wanted to talk about our expectations for Peter, what we thought of him on The Bachelorette. I think it's just a reoccurring theme to always be a little disappointed with The Bachelor. It's not as <laughs> no. much of a fan service as I think The Bachelorette can be. I've always enjoyed The Bachelorette more. And The Bachelor, I kind of just, like, begrudgingly watch. So, going into this, I like Peter more at this stage than I liked Colton at this time last year. But in general, it's going to take a lot to impress me with him. Just because he fits the mold of the vanilla, nice guy bachelors that they always resort to. Yeah. And he really reminds me of Ben Higgins in that I really liked both men on The Bachelorette, but got really bored by them as leads but peter apparently went back to flying for delta right after filming (laughs) which i think it's a good sign that he's not gonna let the job get to his head oh my god only you would be like so impressed by yeah you're right though so i Um, have faith in peter i agree my hesitations with peter are that i think he's so vanilla Mm -hmm. like so More so than Colton, more so than Ben Higgins. I'm just afraid that Peter will be extremely predictable throughout his season. Mm. Um, I have not looked at any spoilers, literally nothing. I am going in blind. Um, The one thing, though, and I did kind of add to my little description after I watched the first episode, is um, I think his, like, goofiness is going to save him. Yeah, I could see that. Um, and then I, I made this little note that I love that Peter low-key always acts like he's out of his league, surrounded by all these like, beautiful women, which he like, kind of is. That's true. I could see it. Right? Like, I, I, I even got the sense, that sense um, last season when he was like around all the guys. He was like, what am I doing like next to yeah. Tyler? And Hannah's, like, gorgeous. So mm-hmm. I like that um, he seems just as nervous as some of the women are. So yeah. It's he's endearing. He's endearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember when the Bachelorette cast photos came out and Peter just mm-hmm. kind of had a bit of a schlubby look to him. Yeah. And people were making fun of him a lot. <laughs> and look at him now. He's, look you know, he's now. our Bachelor. 
But yes, I agree. I think he's definitely kind of the little nerd at heart that isn't used to all the attention. But I think he has the potential to handle it well. I think he's a sly one. Mm -hmm. And we'll get into that. Yes, segueing into Peter as a Leo. (laughs) His birthday is August 4th, which we've discussed previously. He shares it with lots of famous faces like President Obama and Meghan Markle and the Sprouse twins. It's a busy day to have a birthday. My gosh. We're just going to start off with some common characteristics of Leos that we also see in Peter. So typically Leos have this like bougie, dramatic, commanding, kind of want the best of everything vibe. And that's something I personally don't see too much of Pete. Peter did have a swank- swanky, wow, that's yeah. hard to say, swanky <laughs> card in his hometown date with Hannah. And he was just kind of very bougie, it seemed to me at the time, like pulling up to the airfield, showing her his plane, driving him, driving her in a very fancy car. So I think he's low-key, very bougie. You know, he has that California life. I think he's low-key all of these things. Yeah. Like, it's just not... On the surface, you you think, oh, Peter Weber, Leo, no. But then you're like, yeah, he is bougie. Mm-hmm. Is he dramatic? We, well, we don't know if he's dramatic yet, but I feel like some drama may come out. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Leo, one, two characteristics I thought of that immediately match with him are Leo's being loyal and enthusiastic. Definitely. Like screams that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Traditionally, Leos are known for being theatrical and they have an instinct for um, getting attention or wanting attention. Um, And that theatrical, that drama, I included that because of uh, his past on like TV shows or acting like before Bachelor. Yes. As we mentioned in an episode, yeah. I believe it was still during Paradise. We'll find the episode yeah. and link it in our show notes. He had a past as a contender on a childhood favorite of mine on TV. Oh, and he didn't get far in the show, but you know, he was trying to get on the big screen. So that obviously fell on What's the word? That obviously fell to the wayside as he yeah. embraced his pilot roots. But it's something to keep in mind. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's something... It might correlate to something later on this season. Next, Leos mm. are known for being A-plus hosts. I had to include this because of the scenes we've seen um, at Peter's like childhood home with his family. Like They yeah. just have it popping always cooking there's always fun laughing dancing um i just feel like peter is really going to create like a welcoming environment for everyone at the mansion because it's just something he's so used to at home you know the weathers just seem like entertainers Mm -hmm. i love their family i'll go into this later when we discuss madison's date but i also have some thoughts about (laughs) his family and specifically his mother's dynamic you know she's (laughs) The very typical boy mom, I think. The mom that is very overly attached to her sons. Oh, okay. For yeah, better yeah. or for worse. So we'll go into oh, detail goodness. on that later. Boy moms, that's so funny. Um, Leos have a quote, refusal to be hampered by petty rules. Uh, I Sometimes I love the wording from this book. Everyone get this book. Um, so <laughs> day-to-day routines are not Leo's jams. And, you know, he lives that pilot lifestyle, so every day is literally different, jetting off to somewhere. Um, Lastly, apparently Leos are the sign that rule various parts of the body. One of them is the heart, which I thought was just super sweet. Yeah, and his parents have emphasized that Peter has always been a romantic. So I definitely see him fitting that mold really well. Yeah. So those are some uh, general characteristics of Leos that fit Pilot Pete. Now we're going to move into um, Leo men and what they are like in an amorous state. So a Leo men is supposedly falls in love readily, but finds it hard to sustain those feelings. Um, not really sure about Pete because we'll talk later about yeah. Hannah B's return. Him and Hannah. Mm-hmm. Um, With Leo's love is always a, quote, grand passion for them, 
which seems to be spot on. What, yes. What we've seen. He's of him all so about far. finding his wife. He's yeah. All about his, having his an adventure in the process. Yep. Um, Leo men in Amorous States um, instantly place their partner um, in like a center stage position, which is pretty major because, again, we've talked about Leo's liking attention. So, like, you know, to willingly give that up for someone else, I feel like is mm-hmm. a lot. Um, Leo men like their partner to cater to his every whim yet would be surprised to hear himself described as demanding because they don't see themselves that way at all i have thoughts about this okay so i think peter doesn't come across as aggressive and we've seen his dad cry multiple times at this point so i think it's very clear that he wasn't (laughs) raised in a household with toxic masculinity but i do feel like he could be demanding in a very low-key way and that say that he ends up with someone from across the country and that girl is like oh why don't you come to my city and we try living there and then he'll be like oh but you know like here like we got my mom like my mom could cook us stuff we could like hang out by the beach we're by like all the bachelor stuff i could like show you the bachelor mansion from my house and (laughs) like i think he could low-key be very set in his ways i think he doesn't really seem like the type to move far away from home so he would probably be a little leery about combining his life with someone that's too different from him there yeah kp i totally see that um again there's something about him he's a little sly yeah Um, we'll see he's a little And I feel so bad thinking it, but like, I don't know. I just get a vibe. Mm -hmm. We'll see what comes out. Um, Next, uh, Leo men love to be praised um, because deep down they are very sensitive and vulnerable, as KP was just saying. And then lastly, Leo men are cautious um, when it comes to sexual intimacy, (laughs) which I don't... (laughs) really think at all for peter no Um, four times in a windmill in the windmill (laughs) it was peter in the windmill with the who knows what (laughs) oh my god (laughs) oh gosh i wonder how many times we'll hear that this season (laughs) and then lastly how do we attract leos um you can attract a leo by quote Showing by your actions, attention, and your unceasing compliments to them. So, basically, any Bachelor contestant's everyday moves. Oh, yeah. That's just a typical day in the life of a Bachelor contestant. (laughs) Putting in some hard work there. Yeah. Um, If you want to attract a Leo, you should be funny. Leos have a great sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, you should express interest in cultural events, you know, art, music, etc. Um, obviously bring the bouginess. They love, they are bougie, the bougie is sign. Um, and then lastly, our book said that a pet peeve for Leo men is heavy makeup. Um, mm-hmm. honestly, Peter does kind of seem like the guy that would prefer like a natural true he was vibing with kelly as we'll talk about later and kelly kind of had that face where it looks like she doesn't have any makeup on so maybe that is his thing i feel like all guys nowadays though are like oh why do you wear makeup yeah but then i feel like they think a no makeup look is actually no makeup Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like they think no makeup is like perfectly toned <laughs> skin, no under eye circles. Oh, you were so right. And now moving on to a quick breakdown of the signs represented in this bachelor cast. It started with 30 women. And first off, shout out to the users of Reddit for identifying <laughs> all of these women's birthdays and having it in a nice and simple chart separated by sign it made my research process a lot easier uh there's still one unknown woman who sign we don't know that is savannah 
But as for the rest of them, our breakdown is as follows. We have three Aquariuses, two Pisces, five Aries, one Taurus, four Geminis, two Cancer, three Leos, two Virgos, three Libras, two Scorpios, one Sagittarius, and one Capricorn. Wow. Do we have everyone there? I All believe time? so. Yeah. Yes. Equal representation. There you go. Let's go, Badge. Uh, um, so uh, signs that are most compatible with Leo are Aries, Gemini, Libra, and Sages. Um, so definitely something to keep an eye out for. And then <laughs> signs that are least compatible with Leos are Taurus and Scorpio. We only have one Taurus and two Scorpios. So maybe the producers knew that. <laughs> they can't astrological research before and i wanted to point out that i am keeping my eyes on all of those aries women it is a good sign to be a bachelorette as we've talked about before becca ashley and des are all aries so i'm keeping an eye on these aries women oh for bachelorette yeah oh yeah i think it would it's just a great sign aries are just um you know, they want to be alphas. They want to be the leading lady, the leading man. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also thought about how I think the Virgos would fare on the season. There's only two of them. One of them was eliminated on night one. But the other one is Victoria P, who didn't really stick out to me when I was reading her bios. Because it was kind of same old, same old, like a sweet blonde nurse, which we've seen many times before. But knowing she's a Virgo has me rooting for her and I think I like what I saw in this episode but I do think Virgos don't really thrive too well in that atmosphere and they think too much we talked a lot about Virgos this summer on Paradise mm -hmm. and it was mm -hmm. kind of a hit or miss case with them they had some highs they had some lows so we'll see um, I'm looking at the list of Gemini contestants right now, and I honestly don't know who any of them are. <laughs> but I am one of them has the same birthday as me. Yes, Lexi. Lexi, no idea who she is, but I'm rooting for them, wishing them all the best. Um, I think ge a gem should do pretty well, and I feel like we we have gem contestants that make it pretty far all the time. Thinking about my boy Dylan. Shout out Dylan. <laughs> Shout out Dylan and paradise shout d d wait no one from roses knows that everyone um oh, yeah <laughs> i work with a boy who is best friends with a guy that went to college with dylan and the boy i work with andrew shout out andrew andrew has like hung out with dylan multiple times so We'll also keep you updated on when <laughs> and I meet Dylan. <laughs> you started kissing all your friends. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss. Okay, so moving right into the episode we're not going to break down all of the entrances because there were so many but generally i uh generally yeah generally i really enjoyed the pacing of this episode yes i was dreading this like three hour premiere um and granted i did watch it over the course of two days because i just had like things going on you know life but it seemed like it went by pretty Pretty it fast. really it did. Was enjoyable. There wasn't I too much it. filler. I felt like I knew the girls, which is more uh -huh. than I can say about a regular premiere episode. Yeah. And while it did kind of screw up my sleeping schedule just because I was up late watching the Golden Globes <laughs> the night before, uh -huh. I did enjoy it. You know, I'm really glad that it's it. going back to two hours, but it was good. Yeah, same. So hopefully that pacing, well, obviously they'll like lengthen out a couple parts, but hopefully that idea continues um so we're just going to break down our top three entrances because it was limo entrance night i'm going to start with my top three um my first is actually i think the first entrance of the night yes it was alea mm -hmm. alea alea is a leo 
Um, Alea earned my number one entrance of the night because of how strategic this entrance was. Like, everyone take notes if you're ever going to be a contestant. She gave Peter something that he kept on him all night, like, in his jacket pocket, close to his heart. And I'm sure he'd, like, reach in for, like, a handkerchief or something and be like, ah, I have my little letter in here. I wonder what mm. the letter says. It keeps True. him interested. It makes her seem mysterious. Um, and then was he not the one that initiated and went up to her and was like, let's see what this letter says? I believe Maybe he not. did. I think it was edited in a way where it was like unclear looked- who initiated. But they were oh. both very into it. Their grandmas were both named Rose. That, that was another thing. She was like playing on obviously like family super important to Peter. So right. She was like, let me bring... In a little piece of my family. It was brilliant. Brilliant, Alea. We love it. She also looks like she should play a vampire on a CW show. <laughs> she kind of does. I really liked her dress, too. Very elegant. Okay. My next is Madison, who is an Aries. Aries is very compatible with uh, the Leo. We're also looking out for Aries's. Madison Mm -hmm. is the one that came in in the paper airplane and I don't know if it's like partially her like look like her face you know she's very young um like not just like like obviously she's young but she seems like very natural very natural and like girl not girly but she just looks like a little girl like a child she looks normal (laughs) Okay. Like, honestly, she was one of. I think like I, she really grew on me. I really liked her. I liked I think her too. She also looked just very natural and normal compared to some of the other women. Yes, I really liked her, but I think her like face, her look, helped her pull off this like cute oh paper airplane thing. I loved mm-hmm. it. I thought it was really creative. Also, um, I feel like Madison and a uh, Hannah Ann look exactly the same low-key oh madison reminded me of tia madison also reminds me of tia but i think she Mm -hmm. looks like hannah ann too like it's weird having both of them on the same season anyway number three my third one goes to kiara who is a cancer and kiara was the one that was stuffed in the suitcase and i think (laughs) this is just like my gem tendency to leading uh, to like gravitating towards the dramatic the extra, like the extra. <laughs> but also did you hear what hannah ann said after yes she said great line. it's like are you a co-pilot or are you baggage and <laughs> i died so that's why it had to be my third and that's it alaya madison kiara yes i picked kind of on a mix of who was most memorable and who just kind of stuck out in terms of I don't really know how I feel about this girl so my first pick was Lauren or as I have it in my notes jumpsuit Lauren she came in this kind of black sheer jumpsuit with a high ponytail looking amazing and I love when a woman decides to do something different on the first night as far as her fashion so she looked so unique and bold. It really made her stand out. She rocked it so well. Like, that's the other thing. I think if you're going to do a jumpsuit, you need to have the right proportions to really pull it off. Like, yeah, I feel like I'm too short are. to do a jumpsuit. You are not. I'm well, short. You know, actually, we're, everyone, Chris and I are basically the same height. And yeah, I don't. Yeah. I only we had a like debate about that, jumpsuit. though, whether we were actually the same height. We're basically, okay. yeah. we're inch, an inch or two apart. Um, but yeah, I only have one jumpsuit that's ever fit me. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. So valid. Good point. Yeah. And Lauren is the only Sagittarius. And Sagittariuses are very independent. I have a lot of mm-hmm. Sagittariuses in my family. And I definitely see that trait in them and in Lauren of just going against the current. And not really having the air of oh i don't care what people think but just the air of yes i'm doing this and it's fine which i think is really admirable yeah i liked her um uh sag is also a very compatible sign with leos Mm -hmm. honestly 
I didn't love the jumpsuit. I think the really? like, print was like just weird for me. I oh, don't know. Okay. But I admired that she wore the jumpsuit. Yeah. Because she did. She looked good. Mm-hmm. And my second pick is Kelly because she was one of the ones that just made me a little confused throughout yeah, the night. So Kelly is the woman who met Peter about a month before the start of the season at a hotel. She was going to her friend's wedding. He was attending an after party for his high school reunion, I believe. And they ran into each other in the lobby. And Kelly basically took him aside and was like, I have to tell you something. I, She was a little unclear about what exactly she said. Yeah. I think it was probably along the lines of, I'm cast for your season. And she said in interviews that she wasn't sure if she wanted to do the show. And then running into Peter was kind of her sign to go and do it. And Peter instantly recognized her when she got out of the limo and was very warm and friendly. And I saw it as a direct contrast to Nick Vile's season when Liz, his hookup from Jade and Tanner's wedding, arrived. And he just didn't really know how to react and kind of was like, oh, you know, classic Nick Vile. (laughs) So I liked that they seemed very friendly with each other right off the bat. And at first... I was warming up to Kelly. I was like, oh, she seems very real, very chill. Definitely not the typical girl that you see on The Bachelor. She was another one that just struck me as being very natural and normal looking. And then we'll go into this later. But as the episode continued, she kind of gave off vibes of being very calculating, kind of blissfully ignorant to how she was acting. So Kelly is leaving me confused. Kelly's a mixed bag for me. She's a Pisces, which actually gel well with Virgos. So maybe I just see a lot of myself in her and I'm turned off by that. I don't know. So I'm curious to see what happens with this. Bruh, Kelly's sketch. And I knew she was going to be sketch the minute her name popped up and it said attorney under. Mm. 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 With her family business, too. Yeah, that that was an interesting package. And my last pick is actually Lexi, the (laughs) Gemini birthday buddy that Suze mentioned before. She recycled Becca M's red car entrance from Ari's season, and it stuck out to me right away. I don't really see how this fit with Peter, just because it the concept related so well to Ari as a race car driver. So it's just kind of like, eh. I mean, that was recent enough that so many people remember it. It Yes. Felt very odd, but I picked Lexi because she's our token New York City contestant, which Susan and I always gravitate towards because it's in our area. And on The Bachelor, these contestants are typically very intelligent and offbeat by definition of The Bachelor world. So we'll see how Lexi fits into that group. Looking forward to it. So after the 30 women arrived at the mansion... Hannah Brown pulled up in a limo and caused all of the girls eavesdropping in the windows to freak out. And Hannah seemed a little off. You know, we've seen enough of Hannah at this point to really know when her mood is a little low, I believe. So she was there to return the wings that Peter gave her on the first night of the Bachelorette and to wish him luck. But she was definitely seeming a little hesitant, a little sad to be there. So she left right after giving him the wings. Peter went inside and explained the situation to the girls. But they were also kind of like, oh, that's sweet that he's getting emotional about this and getting emotional about our journey together. But isn't it a little weird that Hannah came back? And Hannah does make another return. We'll talk about that a little later. But once she left, the cocktail party swung into its normal routine. Girls stole Peter for a sec and... (sighs) at each other dagger eyes and we wanted to focus in on three different conflicts with the cocktail party so firstly there was hannah ann versus cheyenne oh that rhymes (laughs) (laughs) so hannah ann is a taurus she's a 23 year old model who's friends with hannah g yes so yeah don't know how i feel about that And Hannah was the interrupter this year. She kept interrupting women's time with Peter. I think it was a total of three times, maybe. Maybe. And Cheyenne, a more quiet woman, confronted her about it eventually because she was still struggling to connect with Peter in the way that she wanted to. And Hannah Ann went full, like, 
Southern Belle on her and was just like, oh, I wish you have time too. And then she just froze and kind of stared her down. And Cheyenne was like, I don't know if you want me to apologize or if you're genuinely sorry for me. It was all very strange. And it's kind of set up this tiny little Hannah Ann as a bit of a villain, I thought. Dude, I I feel like even in the promos, you could just kind of tell. You could tell Hannah Ann was going to play a big role. And again, she just has one of those faces that's like, it's very cute, but like, you know, there's evil in there. Yes, she knows she's pretty and she knows how to use it. Yes. Kind of. And I'm not saying Hannah G was like mean ever, but. But I she like, played with people on Paradise. Right. It was more, she was very indecisive, I think. She just kind of went with the flow and didn't really stick up for herself. Hannah G? Yeah. KP? She strung Dylan along! That too. Yeah. So, so and, and we know they're friends, so it's like, okay... The Pretty Girl Club, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Tia and Raven were friends. Yep. So that isn't really the same situation, but it's something <laughs> to keep in mind. Yes. And yeah, yeah. Hannah Ann is a Taurus. Cheyenne is an Aquarius. And Taurus, as we said before, typically doesn't really get along with Leo, but Peter gave Hannah Ann the first impression, Rose. Dude. Well, yeah, she had all that time with them. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Oh, man. And some other conflicts that rose at the cocktail party included Natasha versus McKenna? Mykenna? I still don't really McKenna. know how to say your name. McKenna. The Canadian. Yes, the 22-year-old Canadian fashion blogger. Fashion blogger. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and Natasha's the 31-year-old. I didn't catch her job. I, I don't know. I think everyone was so fixated on the fact that she's 31 years yeah. old. <laughs> Poor Aww. Natasha. I Natasha. hope she's well. <laughs> uh, McKenna flew tiny paper airplanes at Peter to interrupt his conversation with uh. Natasha. He eventually went off with McKenna and Natasha came back with one of Madison's massive paper airplane props to break them up. Honestly, I don't remember this, but I'm going to have to go back and watch. (laughs) It was very bizarre. I still don't really know what to think of either of them after seeing that. Yeah, I don't. How did that end? I think it just kind of ended. It just like fizzled? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And McKenna was also particularly sour about Hannah Ann receiving the first impression rose. She thought she could have been bolder. Like, no, McKenna, you you need to tone it down a little. Yeah, I feel like she's going into this very much with a social media approach. Mm. And then, lastly, one little conflict before the rose ceremony included a battle of the Victorias. Victoria F., a Libra, was a little bummed that there was another Victoria in the house, that was Victoria P. So ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then Victoria P. swiped in on some of her time with Peter. And that was (laughs) the classic um, pretty girl burn. Like Victoria P. after she stole Peter away said to Victoria F. Oh, you look gorgeous. And then Victoria P. was like, oh, you look gorgeous too. But you could (laughs) tell there was a lot of ice behind those comments. Oh my god, this like rivalry is so ridiculous because like Victoria F just has it out for P because they have the same freaking name. And I think Victoria F is sketch and I love Victoria P. Yes, well there is a lot of behind the scenes allegations about Victoria F. You can look those up on the internet. Apparently it's supposed to come up on the show. But it's Great. all Great. allegations at this point. So okay. I want to see how the show handles it versus what okay. people are saying. But that's something to keep in mind as we learn more about Victoria F. Amazing. Okay, and then and then it's rose ceremony time. Um, 
Full daylight outside. Full daylight. I think this is the first. This is the first night one rose ceremony I recall when it was actually daylight outside when they were inside the room. Sometimes people leave the mansion and it's light outside, and you can tell. Okay, there was some difference in timing there, but with this one, you could clearly see it is daylight. <laughs> it is daylight. Um. Typical rose ceremony, you know, but we had another moment here where I was like, ah, this is why Peter is the bachelor. When he, like, sent those women home, and I I don't know if they, like, feed him names, but it, like, seemed like he genuinely knew everyone's name and was, like, Mm -hmm. so sincere and wishing them off. I was like, oh, Peter, like, I think I I would be okay if he sent me home on night one. Just because he was, like, so courteous about it. Yeah, and he wished anyone who leaves that they still find their oh, love. I, I adored it. it so, night one, we say goodbye to Avonlea. Avonlea! Did you ever read Anna Green Gables? <laughs> what? It's okay. the town Avonlea. Gables. Okay. Um, why is that a person's name? I don't know. She said Avonlea like Heavenly, which doesn't make sense. I'm hoping that her it mother is an Anne fan. Avonlea like Heavenly? It didn't. Avonlea, Jenna, Megan, Eunice, who I liked. Yeah, honestly. Eunice was fun. Jade, Marissa, Kylie, and Katrina. All just names to me, except for <laughs> <laughs> uh, And that conclu- typically, um, night one or the first episode would conclude there. But we got to keep going with the group dates and a one on one and another group date. Spinning bottles followed you since middle school. into our first group date of the season of course we need to exhaust any and all pilot references Mm -hmm. this night one so what are the girls doing they're going to like flight school woo so flight school consists of three uh different sections i guess or uh, i don't know components yeah the first is flight school tests where they're like all right we're gonna do some math and i like froze i was like holy (laughs) shit if i was on this group date like i would be so embarrassed i resonated with the woman that was like i failed math eight times in college (laughs) or whatever it was same so we're at the flight school hannah ann gets to sit next to peter and they're like being all cute and like showing each other their answers and stuff felt very much quarterback cheerleader in the back of your (laughs) class in high school she did get that second question though about the mile high club and the feet. I feel like they were cheating off of each other. Like Peter was feeding her. Oh, answers. you think Peter knew that? Yeah. Whatever. She got it. She got to sit next to Peter and Peter helped her. Hannah Ann mm-hmm. was killing it. Um, then they went into this like turbulence simulator thing, but they said something like it's supposed to be safe turbulence. It was weird. Um, and <laughs> And we get our first fucking weird ass, like, uh, traumatic flashback a la Annalise. And of course, it's like at like a carnival and there's like weird music and it's these like hues of red and purple a la Annalise. Oh my God, that's too funny. So it's Victoria P who uh, gets really motion sick. Had a traumatic experience on the teacups as a kid. The second she said traumatic, I was like, "I this needs to stop right now. <laughs> um, but she, like, sucked it up and went on the thing. Um, ended up throwing up. But then she was like, oh, you know, it's great to have someone that, like, really cares about you. Blah, blah, blah. It was cute. Again, another example of Peter being, like, cute. Anyway. Yes. And I want to talk about the Leo Virgo vibe. This is something I've looked into a lot for personal reasons. (laughs) And so this is 
going to be a bit of the book's input and my input. So the Virgo gives them the impression of being really calm, but inside they have have a lot of nerves and overthinking going on. And I can kind of see that with Victoria because as she explained in her backstory, she has always been the caregiver in her family. Her mom had addiction issues her sister really relied on her as a mother mm, figure. Mm-hmm. Now, their family seemed pretty stable. Her mom is sober. But it seemed like she definitely has that essence of appearing so put together on the outside. But then really just thinking about, okay, what can go wrong next? What do I have to do? What's mm-hmm. going on inside? So I see that a lot in her. And in my experience, a Virgo is drawn to Leo's extroverted confidence but mm-hmm. it can also feel like a bit too much for them sometimes, depending on how out there the sure. Leo can be. Like, the Leo is constantly on, which can kind of drain a Virgo. And the Virgo is more analytical about love, more reserved and practical. While the Leo is, as our book says, likes to live life in a really big way. And the Leo needs flattery, and the Virgo tends to puncture inflated egos, which is a phrase I really like. (laughs) Oh my god. And the book does not recommend this relationship. From what we've seen so far, I feel like they're getting along pretty well. So we'll see how it develops. We gotta shout out the later moment in this like post-group date. Where freaking Pete again in these like moments of like sincerity goes outside and picks flowers for her because Victoria had told him the night before that no one had ever given her flowers. And I was like, Yeah, oh God, that was really too sweet. Cute. It's too sweet. We love it. Um, so the final part of this group day is an obstacle course that like never in my life have I been like, I want to partake in an obstacle course, but I literally texted Kristen like that was freaking awesome. Yeah, it looks I fun. would one it looks so fun. So um what the obstacle the op- in the obstacle course they had to like go through a series of things like climb fucking bouncy things, change costumes, spin around, all this stuff, and the winner got to take a sunset flight with Pete down the Californian coast. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) California. Whatever. (laughs) Um, Oh, Tammy is... A Gemini, yeah. Tammy was that one? No, it was between Tammy and Kelly. And Kelly, Kelly, yeah, yeah. Went straight through the last leg of the course while Tammy went around it as they were supposed to do. So Tammy later accused Kelly of cheating and getting away with it. But Kelly was determined the winner, so she got the sunset flight with Pete. So let's talk about this note you have here about Gemini competitiveness. I am so competitive. Mm. Um, So yeah, it's complete BS that Kelly won because she went straight through that little bike track. Yeah. Hell no. Um, also, I was so mad when later on in the evening, Tammy had to like frame her thing like, hey, like, I don't want to start any problems or I don't want to like down the vibe or I don't know what she said. And it was like, Tammy, you don't need to like back yourself up. Like, you are 100% in the right. She That's cheated. True. And that she had really, all like, the other women backing her up too. But did you see how she was so like, mm, 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 yeah, why? because Kelly is weird. Mm-hmm. It scares and me. that seemed kind of out of character for Tammy, too, because she was presented as, oh, this girl who was on the boys wrestling team in high school. So, like, she's a power lifter, too, right? She worked yeah. in real estate. Yeah, she's a very tough girl. And yet when it came to having to confront somebody, she kind of faltered a little bit, which is interesting. It was weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, Kelly ends up winning, um, which is just, like, of course Kelly would, because this whole, like, episode has been, like, Mm. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Kelly. Um, (laughs) Kelly is a Pisces, so a Pisces-Leo pairing, they are both intrigued by each other because they're so different, um, and their differences don't really tend to mesh well. Um, also, 
both signs are more likely to take than give in a relationship. So our book does not really recommend this pairing. I'm well, seeing that a lot from both of them, actually, mm -hmm. that they're more take than give. I agree. So they're like really on track with this mm -hmm. um, reading. And right now we're still definitely in that like intrigued stage. Yeah. I but think yeah, certainly concerning to think of Pilot P as more of a taker. Mm. You know? Yeah. I could seem as more ambiguous, kind of a little bit of both, take and give. I think it really depends on the person he's with. In my like in my opinion, I think he's more of a laid back Leo. I agree. Just because the Leos I know are so extravagant and so loud and it's very obvious that they're Leos and love the center of attention while Peter is more low-key about it. And Kelly, I can see being a bit of a passive person. Mm. And just... Mm, mm, this might sound <laughs> bad, but I think also just ending up in your family business and working with your family all day in a very oh, intense field too... I don't know. Is that too much of a stretch to be like, oh, she just like went along what, with what was already established for her? I don't know, Chris. <laughs> it's an interesting um, pair. It, yeah, it's interesting. I'm excited to see how it develops. So yeah, after they come back, <laughs> there's like the craziest awkward silence um, when Kelly's talking about her flight with Peter and then Cute little moments. Girls talk. Peter talks to the girls. Kelly gets the group date rose. Like, how awkward would it have been if Kelly didn't get it? True. So, there's that. Group date one. Down. And also, one last thing about that date. It was also at the hotel where Kelly oh, and Peter God. first met. And she tells all the girls. Yes, that's the other thing. She keeps telling the girls about this, which I think... It might be better. It might have been better to like tell them straight out. But the hotel thing. Well, Peter said it. Peter said, "Oh, it was so great to return to like where we did. first met." He said that in front of everybody. So, Peter. Mm. Peter. <laughs> Moving on to our first one-on-one -on -one date of this season, night one. Um. Peter chooses Madison for the first one-on-one -on -one of the season. Yeah, a little. I was a little surprised, to be honest. I was happy. But yeah. Um, so Madison is an Aries. One uh, to watch. One to watch. Very compatible with Leos. So Aries and Leos both allegedly get along well in the bedroom because they're both very sexual signs. Um, and the only downfall we see in this pairing is that they both have really big egos. So it's really a battle of who is going to be in charge and who's going to be that alpha. Yeah, I didn't really get that vibe from Madison. She is younger Neither. than us. I think she said she was 23. But I got a mature vibe for her at first when she was introduced in her package and she was talking about being in her high school state championships for basketball. I was like, eh, like, are you really far enough removed from high school to be talking about your achievements there again but as the episode continued she really grew on me she kind of struck me as very mature and on this one-on-one -on -one date peter surprised her by bringing her to his parents vow renewal um peter wtf <laughs> like if i were in this situation i would be mortified would you yeah, not i probably would be too but I would she, feel so out of place. She handled it so well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> they're, they literally go to his home. Again, we get to see the Weber residence. All of Peter's family is there. His, like, family from Cuba is there. <laughs> they're uh, there. It was so interesting. Yeah, and they, like, uh, you know... He officiates the ceremony, right? His brother walks his mom down the aisle. Peter's dad cries again. It was really cute. I just it's very cute. Was not expecting it like night one. Um, True. Yeah. Oh, oh, also a very important to note: Madison catches the bouquet mm. from Peter, that Peter's mom throws. Lots yes, of and she gets some one-on-one -on -one time with. 
Peter's mom, Barbara, as well. She says that it's the best first date of her life. And then she mentions that she can really see herself falling for Peter. And Barbara's like, yeah, I see it. Like, I think Barbara's like a little too calm about this. She's just like, yeah, yeah, you're going to fall in love with my son. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, they, they're they just very like... um involved parents already yeah okay going back to the points i wanted to make before i feel like she would be the mother-in-law you really really like and you really get along with but there are no boundaries Mm. like she would be the grandma that shows up for like all of your kids school plays and she would help cook stuff at thanksgiving but then she would just always be there like there's no distance from her there's no like kind of Making fun of like something that she says with your husband behind her back. Oh my and god! It's just, like not in a bad way, but no, just no, like you know, know how like grandparents age and they get a little nutty yeah. sometimes, like that totally. kind of stuff. And then like I feel like Peter's definitely a mama's boy, so it would. Oh, 100%. I feel like it could lead to some situations where he picks his mom over his future partner. Dude, and maybe we'll see that roll out. Maybe. Well, there was also the season preview. Barbara was weeping, telling Peter to go get her, bring her home. We don't know who her was. Oh my god, I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, it was quite intense. Look at the season preview. Oh, at the end of this episode? No, it was at the beginning, actually. Okay, yeah, I'll have to rewatch that. Yeah. Um, did they ha- did they say anything significant in their conversation? I can't remember. I picked up on Madison kind of recognizing that she was falling for Peter and that it would be hard to see him oh, and like share with him, other yeah. women. But then she also kind of wrapped up that conversation with the remark that made me really like her when she said, "I just want you to end up with who's the best fit for yes. you." And I thought that was really mature, really sweet. So I really like Madison. I think she might be my favorite so far. I agree, KP. I really, really like her. Um, And I wasn't expecting to all that much from her intro. Yeah, Yeah. I thought she was going to be the typical Southern girl, kind of just maybe an archetype of what we've seen Mm -hmm. already. Wise beyond her years. Mm. Um, This group date ends, of course, with some no-name country singer. Um, I kind of liked it. I dug that I, song. Yeah, no, I liked it. They're still a no-name country singer, KP. Um, and then the whole family got invited to come out, which I thought was cute. Okay, we're really making, like, full use of it. And then I was, like, sitting there watching this date, like, wow, this really is the best first date ever. No? Mm. Like, it was so, like, I feel like they both enjoyed themselves so much true but in most situations would you really want your date's family crashing your first date no Kristen but I just felt like we were in like a movie and true like, it w- it just was so feel like the song was very feel goody that's true I thought it was really cute great first date okay and now to close out night one, we had the second group date where other girls, lots of girls, were going to this thing. And Peter was like, I don't know what we're going to do, but one of my close friends is like in charge of planning this whole thing. So they walk into this place. Lo and behold, Hannah Beast is on stage. The girls are pissed because they're like, okay, yep. she showed up night one. What is she doing here again? This is a little weird. Peter has told us that there's nothing going on, but why does she keep popping up? And then went into detail about the windmill. Yeah, Hannah is like... She seemed a little uncomfortable delivering it. She was like, yeah, producers told me to do this, so here I go. Totally. it again. And Uh, it's also important to note that all of her appearances were filmed very early on in the season of Dancing with the Stars. So I think that's just something to, that kind of made it obvious from the start that all of those teasers of Peter asking her to join the season weren't going to play out because we mm-hmm. knew that she was always competing on Dancing with the Stars. 
do better, Batch. Mm -hmm. Keep keep these things. Keep us guessing. So then Hannah mm. Hannah finishes up her story, and then she's like, "Okay, um, I want all of you are going to share a personal sex story with an audience tonight." Um, and we continue the trend of awkward dates, but um, we never get to that point because. Then we get this whole Peter Hannah conversation, which I love. So Peter finds Hannah crying, like off to the side in a room, and he or she she admits that seeing him on night one was really hard on her, and and she begins to question again all of the decisions she made on her season like in terms of sending him home and who she kept on etc so peter asks hannah if she ever considered it, it all kind of boils down to peter asking hannah if she ever considered asking him out like she asked tyler out on after the final rose and peter's like not mad at Tyler or anything he like makes that very clear but he yeah. obviously like still had feelings for Hannah and Hannah was like well I didn't because after we filmed you did not reach out to me and I just assumed that was like you trying to recover and cope with me breaking up with you so she was like other people were reaching out to me, but I thought like you were doing your own thing and trying to like forget this. So that's why I didn't even mm -hmm. know that there was like interest there on your part. And I love that because it was like Hannah Brown, again, bringing her realness. She's, I, she always calls people out for being poor communicators. Yeah. Which is so, I don't, I, I think I love it so much because everyone these days I think is a poor communicator and like mm -hmm. not even aware that they are. And Hannah, yeah. I think is so, so good at like speaking her truth and getting yeah. other people to do so. So I really enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah. And she was very direct in this circumstance. She flat yeah. out said, I thought you didn't reach out because I thought you wanted to be the bachelor. And that was that. Mm -hmm. That as well. So, um, yeah, um, Hannah is a Libra, or Libra-Leo pairing. Um, Leo seem to be more interested in the physical side of love than Libras are, but, um, like, a Leo style can really win over a Libra, and I think that's something we, like, always saw with, um, Peter and Hannah. It Four times. Cute. Four times. <laughs> um, Libras are very indecisive, but Leos will take charge in like those situations um and i think we saw hints of that in this conversation yeah i think hannah is definitely the more indecisive one i think when you see the phrase take charge you think that in a very aggressive obvious way i think yeah. peter's taking charge would be in a more calm way which makes sense he's a pilot pilots have to stay calm after under pressure that's true um yeah i just i loved every like it was so sad and like heartwarming and everything i think my sister thought this was really boring but i was what? really invested in it I yeah i didn't it. understand why i think it's like on a scale of peter k and rachel breaking up like i was very invested so it was so raw so so real yeah i i adored it so um how did this end off it ended with Peter feeling very confused and telling uh, the camera, yeah. I can't help how my heart feels. I feel like such a jerk because I have such an awesome group of girls here expecting to meet someone who is truly ready to have this work. And then the teaser footage for next week immediately transitioned into the very flirty footage that we've seen mm. of Peter and Hannah kind of getting cozy yeah. and Peter asking about her joining the house, which is such a different mood than where we left them oh crying. i know i'm very intrigued to how this conversation shifts or if it's just manipulation on the editor's part i will we'll see um and then there's also i remember that girl being like if you stay you need to understand the repercussions of what that means and i don't think that she's speaking to hannah at all but i just thought it was right. funny 
how mm-hmm. it like yeah i feel like hannah that. probably doesn't stay long she's like i gotta go dance yeah. i mean i i was into hannah and her dance partner on dancing with the stars yeah they were so I'm good. still rooting for them to we get together it. and as people on twitter have pointed out this correlated with the same night because Peter mentioned it was her birthday that day, it correlated with the same night she received bad scores on Dancing with the Stars, so it really affected her mood. Mm. Well, yeah. And with that, with all that, that was night one of Pilot Pilot Pete. Very enjoyable. I'm intrigued. (laughs) Solid night one. Love the pacing. We already know a couple of the girls. Um, do we want to venture and uh, throw out who we think are top three? Ooh, like top, th- like final three of the season? Final three of the season. Each of us. I know, I know it's hard, but I think we should just try. I don't know any of these names. <laughs> okay. One you know the names that matter. <laughs> I know the names that matter. Um, I think... I think Hannah Ann will make it pretty far. Yes, I do too. I don't think she'll be top three, but Hannah Ann or Madison, one Mm -hmm. of them will be final three. Yes, I think Hannah Ann could kind of go along a Caitlin route, like very far. Yeah, and at a bit of an unexpected moment. I agree. So they're that. They're up there, but I'm leaning towards Madison being final three. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my picks would probably be Madison Kelly, and I don't know. I think there is a lot of emphasis on Hannah Ann. I'm drawn yeah. to pick her, even though I know first impression Rose on The Bachelor usually doesn't mm-hmm. mean much. But I think I'll go with those three for now, just because I feel like we've seen the most of them. I don't think Kelly will make it very far. Mm. I feel like the show doesn't have a good history of like people with a past, no matter how like small it is. That's I, true. I don't. Um, but I, I also a fave of mine is uh Victoria P. I like mm. Victoria P. a lot. Yeah, I think she's sweet. Yeah. Alrighty, but yeah, we we'll make a more established final three. In the weeks to come. Yes. And we'll also have more detailed astrological breakdowns with more focus on women and as we get to know them a lot better. With that, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.